Still in the sock. Nice. I was going to say, I, I just I just hit record and <laughs> was about to switch back to my video and I needed to ask the question, have you opened it yet? No, I haven't. I haven't even unwrapped it. It is still wrapped in the fine wrapping materials that you decided to use. Okay. Well, with no further ado, welcome to me and Pete, the podcast where I drop off a can on David's doorstep <laughs> yeah. wrapped in uh, exactly one used but washed gym sock. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll take your word for it. It's definitely used. Yeah. It smells... I'm sure it smells neutral. Not clean, because it's been in that drawer for so long, but definitely I'm, not warm. I'm also trying to figure out what, if I'm smelling like the can through it. Mm -hmm. It's a scratch it's and got, sniff can. It's got a smell. Now, I'm hoping, you know, I'm just hoping it's not like, you know, that sock and I've just like held it up to my face no. and smelled it. No. Oh, you're not, well, you're not 14, 15 years old anymore? No. <laughs> uh, I'm significantly double that. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. I think. Um, you think? I don't know. I kind of lost track around like 31. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't know what the math is. <laughs> Sh like, shall I open it or, or do you want to like uh, drag this out? Oh, oh, look at it. You can, I'm, I'm teasing. You can see you can see the top of the yeah, can in the video. Yeah, don't tease me. Yeah. Oh. Oh, okay. Okay. You have no idea how inappropriate this looks though, because hold on. You're sitting there wearing a full on robe, mustache, hair like slicked pulled back, and you're like oh. you can just see the you can just see the top of it, the tip of it on the bottom yeah. of the camera. So I'm, I'm supposed to open it now? I'm saying tease too much. Uh yeah, I'm gonna open my can and you can open right. the sock and tell everybody what you see. Well, I can now see your can. I can tell. I know what kind of beer it is. I don't know the brewery, uh, but I can see what what style of beer it is. Okay, so yeah, that's the least important word on there. That's fair. So it's it's blue. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's cold. It's very cold. What is this? Oh, punk IPA, postmodern classic brew dog. All right, brew dog. Where are you from? Um, oh, my bad. Just hit my mic. I what if it? Ohio, they're they're the most foreign beer we've ever had on the show. Well, that's not entirely true. We have they, um, I forgot about Corona. Well, yeah, but the, yeah. Uh, also, the Voodoo Ranger IPA, I think, was uh, okay. Colorado or something. Ah, yes. All right. Uh, Winchester, Ohio. Yeah, you when you brought it to me yesterday. Hold on, gotta get the old. Ah, uh, yes. I, I literally got it on my face. Nice, <laughs> nice. Uh, when you brought There's it to me, there's a sock to clean up with if you need. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 There it is. Um, sorry. When you when you is there is there a term for what you did yesterday? Because I know there's I've, the whole like wine ninja thing going uh, on. I like the beer fairy. Beer fairy. Yeah. I was saying when when I was texting you because you had mentioned you were going to drop this off. You didn't say what it was, but you said you. And I couldn't unwrap it until Tuesday till we were recording. I was I was going to ask if you had bearded me yet. <laughs> <laughs> But um, you had said you you got it because you're like oh it kind of has your name on it which of course you're you're referring to the other podcast that I host called Growing Up Punk indeed uh, so, indeed which so, I just finished recording um, no more than eh, thirty minutes ago nice. I got to take a sip I've talked too much I need to sip okay I will I'll do some reading as you sip so yeah like David said Brewdog uh, is the brewery apparently it's Punk IPA postmodern classic. Uh, Punk IPA is a contemporary British style IPA with an international twist. 
making our flagship beer lighter, fruitier, less bitter, and more sessionable than its American counterpart. Quintessential empire with an anarchic twist. Uh, that's anarchic, not Antarctic. Just, just, <laughs> just to be clear. Just to be clear. So yeah, uh, it's punk beer because yeah. you know, it's we're um, so punk. They they uh, they bring up a, actually a, a very good point that it is because what are they? I want to get their words right here. Um, making our flagship beer lighter, fruitier, less bitter, and more sessionable than its American counterpart. And immediately, yeah, like it's step. Oh, <laughs> nice head. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, it's really poking out. Yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> I, wish, I wish people could see you right now. But it's a masterpiece. It is, it is definitely, it's got like, it's got a good hop punch, but it's definitely not like a West Coast IPA hop punch sort of deal. Um, it's kind of nice. I like it. I like it. Look at him taking a picture of yeah. us. I'm trying to get you in the picture too. I think I nailed it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's oh that's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. We got this. Good podcast. That's great. Right that's great. Uh, <laughs> Go follow us on Twitter to see that picture. The, yeah, or on Instagram apparently. I should. No. No. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. That's not how that works. Because that's not how that works. Um. Because see now I got to get a picture of you in your lovely <laughs> bathrobe and your head poking out. Where's the? I want to kind of get the. This is this is great podcasting. There, yeah, I put my hood yeah. up too. Oh, you're so like. Oh, there we go. That's a little better. Got it. Nice. nice. So yes, and apparently Instagram now because I decided oh. to start up an Instagram account. Now I need a sock to wipe up with. I got a beer Ooh, all over my nose. Is that good, eh? Yeah, that good. Uh, now I, I just want to see something before we get too far into this. But speaking of Twitter and Instagram, at me and Pete Pod. Uh, yep, on both Twitter and or Instagram. And I think our personal, at least on Instagram for sure, our personal accounts are linked. My wife just scared the crap out of me. Me too. Yeah, she poked her head in. I was like, what's going on? First um, first guest on the podcast. First guest on the podcast. She's a silent guest. Yeah, yeah. She, now I don't know what she's doing. <laughs> she's just laughing. <laughs> um, I was I was trying to compare our, our Twitter to Instagram followers. Um. I'm winning. <laughs> and I just started. Instagram's Instagram way easier easy. to get followers because people, oh, there's, there's no obligation. Oh, 100%. Also, I followed more people than you have. Probably. Your ratio on Twitter is better than on Instagram, but. Yeah. Hey, hey, I'll, I'll go and start dumping people real quick here once, once they start building those followers. Good. <laughs> just, just ditch them. Ditch the, ditch dr- them. the dregs. Yeah. And uh, yeah, no, that's, uh, that's exactly what I'm going to do. So this uh, this could be our last podcast for a little while, hey? Yeah, it's gonna be. Dang it! I was I'm sitting here trying to think of. I know you've got one teed up. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I, I'm planning a planning a bit of a road trip here that we're gonna be leaving uh, next week. So it's going to take us a week to drive across the country. And then there's an outside chance that we, because of everything with COVID right now, mm-hmm. that we may also have to like live. So we're taking an RV and we may also have to stay in this RV for two weeks before being able to actually move into my parents' house. And if that's the case, when I say move in, I mean, actually just go stay in the rooms. We're yeah. moving. Yeah. But, um, and if that's the case, then I won't have a place really to record 
for a couple weeks. So it, it may be a few weeks or it may only be like a one week hiatus. Who knows? It's true. It all depends on how things go. Worst case, you just like go for a walk somewhere and, and, right. and just, just, just record it straight up from your phone. Different. Yeah. Pause, yeah. play I mean, everything through that. It'll be, it'll be fine. I mean, it just be, I just do a phone call with you. I don't have to see you in your bathrobe. No. If, if I'm on a phone call with you, I am not wearing a bathrobe. <laughs> let, me, let me tell you. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're driving because I'd be nervous if you were flying because, you know, then you might end up sending postcards from a plane crash. Yeah. Yeah. Crushed it. <laughs> I was going to say, like, when talking about dumping Instagram followers, I was like, well, you know, I'll dump them, but I'll, I'll at least be kind. I'll send them postcards. Yeah. Plane crash. <laughs> Wish you were here. I am going to be wishing you were here. I can, I can say that with certainty. So, uh, yeah. so the song in question today is uh, sending postcards from a plane crash. Brackets. Wish you were here. End brackets. Yeah. By the band to Fallout Boy. Yeah. I was gonna say we're back to the album. Take this to your grave. Indeed. Exciting. Which so the the color of this can is very fitting then. It's yeah, it's very pretty good. Similar, not quite exact, but similar to the artwork cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, also, it's okay. It's not what? amazing. The, I don't know the the punk the beer? Yeah. Oh yeah, it's it's fine. It's not doing anything special. No. I was just pointing out the fact that they're <laughs> that they're um, like I like it. There's nothing that would ever stop me from drinking. Absolutely it. not. Um, also, I think I, was, I think I'd probably like it better if I was drinking it on a deck in the afternoon. Right, and I mean, I guess that's the upside to a, a beer being "quote unquote" more sessionable. Yeah, it's like, yeah, have that you know afternoon afternoon beer. What, um, what, you want to know what my? Oh, go ahead. Uh, what, what does sessionable mean? Like, is it that a brewing mean. term or is that a drinking term? Like, I'm gonna crush this in a drinking session, or or is it like, oh, we had this sick brewing session and and brewed yeah. this? It's no, it's it's a drinking term okay it's more i I, the only time i want to say i ever really hear it used is in relation to ipas and so it's just typically ipas that have a more uh, like that aren't as hoppy aren't as bitter so you can drink more of them and the alcohol content isn't you know it's more along the lines of like a regular beer because what is this this one is 5.6 percent so it's like right in the neighborhood of a typical beer um, it's not super overbearing hoppy. No. Um, whereas, you know, something that was less sessionable might have more of an alcohol, like a higher alcohol content, or might be on the, on the more bitter side. Um, maybe that term gets used for other beers as well. Um, I, I want to say I've heard people refer to it. Maybe I'm getting this one mixed up, but I've heard people refer to session beers as like lawnmower beers. Mm. <laughs> Easy to drink. And, you know, you're not... You're not too concerned about having too many of them in the middle of the afternoon, like and being like, "Whoops!" <laughs> yeah, that, that checks out. Checks uh, out. Don't, I mean, please don't fact check us. That could be entirely wrong. That could be my interpretation <laughs> of something very poorly there interpreted. Are, there is no room. There are no room for facts on this podcast. Just That's wild true. speculation. Okay, so what were Do you? Do you want to know before? what my first note was on this song? Uh, Can you guess s- what it is? S- s- C sharp. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. The it's a sick wanky guitar at the start. My first note was hoo ah pop punk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this literally. 
I mean, maybe it's pronounced ho pop pop. I'm not sure, but because of how I spelled it. But uh, mm. yeah, I like this. It's um, this song's weird. Okay, go on. <laughs> and I think I go agree, on. But go on. I, I I bolded this note, which means I need to read it. <laughs> um, there's a certain familiarity in this song, but I can't like put my finger on it. Um, like it sounds like Fallout Boy but it also like doesn't sound like fallout boy or at least the fallout boy I've come to know, mm. you know, kind of based purely off of their singles and, you know, the songs that we've sort of covered like, yeah, it's fallout boy, obviously, but it lacks like the super hooks mm. that they tend to write. I find. Yeah. What it, this is the description that I had for it. It feels like the best song from a mediocre scene band that had one or two albums. And then everyone forgot about, Oh, <laughs> That's a, that's a statement. Like, like it's fine. It's a good song, but I think just like, and it, it's inoffensive, but just compared to, you know, some other fallout boy songs, it's, it, it just doesn't have some of those things going on. But at the same point, I do like the song. Like, it feels like I have no idea where on the album this song sits because mm. again, I haven't gone into that in case if this is your first time tuning in, I don't know if you actually got to say that, but uh, this is me and Pete, a podcast I, where... I said the name of it. I, yeah, I completely we're, threw we're, everything out and just went Pete straight to the to leaving convince... beer in a sock thing. Yeah, that's right. So me and Pete, where Pete tries to convince me to be a fan of Fallout Boy. And so the idea is that I'd, going into this podcast, I'd only heard a couple songs, you know, like Thanks for the Memories, whatever, some di- different singles sort of things. And uh, so I don't really know the albums at all. Mm-hmm. Um but this song feels like it sits right somewhere in the middle of an album. Oh, <laughs> like it's bang smack in the middle. It's <laughs> number six of 12. There you go. <laughs> yeah, so, so it feels very much like that, which is, which is funny. Sometimes albums. Now this, this record would have come out kind of like when vinyl was sort of at its like lowest time sort of thing. Right. Like we, labels weren't produ- you know weren't putting every album out on vinyl it was definitely it dipped down but and now it's kind of come made more of a comeback whereas like now i th- i feel like bands might structure albums if they really put the thought into it and like might put that like mid album song is like something that would close side one sort of thing so it's got mm-hmm. something to it mm-hmm. whereas at this time it just sort of feels like eh, it's it's just there it's kind of doing its thing but it's fine right like I hate using that term. We use it all the time. <laughs> yeah, we do. In so many different ways. Like, it is a good song. I enjoyed it when it first came on. I was like, okay. But then it just doesn't really do much from there. Hmm. Interesting. Um, yeah. The, when you say, uh, you said this sounds like Fall Out Boy, this sounds like Fall Out Boy. Like, when I, when I think of Fall Out Boy, this is the sound that comes to mind. At least, right. like, nostalgically. Like, I've, yeah. I've kind of shifted it in my brain to like associate it more with the uh a bit more arena rocky sound yeah. of of their current days but like yeah. this is the follow boy i fell in love with like this this yeah. gives me just like warm fuzzies inside i'm like oh i'll just just wrap See, this song around me like a warm hug yeah and i mean i think if this were how do i explain this so if this say this song came off of mania was mania their most recent album yeah say this song came off of mania and it's not like this at all but it's like just a mediocre song on mania and in the style of the music i'd probably be like 
this kind of sucks, <laughs> right? Because I feel yeah. like like the new, like more current Fallout Boy is more. It's either really good or just kind of like from what I've sort of experienced, anyways, or just kind of eh. You know, like I'm, I don't need to listen to this again. Like not even bad, just lukewarm. Exactly. Whereas like from what I can kind of gather and piece together from like earlier Fallout Boy, even if, you know, it's sort of like a mediocre song, I still like it. Yeah. Like, did we do, we covered Nobody Puts Baby in the Corner, right? Yeah. And I, and I think I kind of was like very much met about it. And I think I gave it a, like a, a no-go. Like yeah. Was, yeah. But you, at the you, same point, that song, if that were to come on, like listening to Under the Cork Tree, I'm not going to, I'm not going to be like, what is this? And turn it off sort of thing or skip to the next song necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just this, it's this interesting sort of thing in a band that has, you know, a life and, a, and a, a career that spans like these different sounds, right? Where it's like, okay, in this context, it works and it's okay and it's doable. But if, if you kind of transfer that to like now, it's like, eh. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Me rambling. No, no, it's, it's fine. Uh, it is fine. Well, your, ex- your explanation one, is fine. This song is actually like, this is better right. than fine. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, it's, these are like the more cute, relatable high school boy lyrics, right. uh, of, of follow up boys. Youth. The lyrics. I don't think, no, really? no I did. I did. This, I, honest, I, uh, this is another one where like, I just listened to this album when it was out. I didn't like, I didn't, pay much attention to the words yeah i just thought i knew the words and uh again i i don't have any good misheard lyrics from this one but like yeah. just man I, I didn't know all the words at all like uh i'm such a sucker and i'm always the last to know that's easy to make out yeah. i've never made out the words my insides are copper i'd kill to make them gold before right like that's yeah. new to me <laughs> uh but yeah it's like every other line I seem to know the words too. Right. But um yeah, it's all it's all like classic heartbreaky lyrics. Uh yeah. I, the thing I, I continue to love about Fallout Boy is like you go to genius and every line has an annotation, it seems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um the ones without annotations are few and far between, it would seem. Very much so. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it seems to be a pretty straightforward s- song lyrically, with you know the, the over dramatization of a Pete Wentz in the early two thousands. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think the one thing we can agree on is this isn't about the Fall Out Boy. Break up a Fall Out Boy. Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> think it is. Uh, uh, I mean, maybe maybe this is like a prophetic song, uh, right. predicting the break up a follow-up boy when you go i will forget everything about you maybe it is super maybe pete dramatic. wentz forgot every song that follow-up boy ever wrote right before the hiatus i did find how how dramatic it is like yeah he's he also says like not only that like i'll i'll forget everything about you but he literally says he will cut ties with every friend they have in common yeah i've never been in that situation so I don't know, like, if that's, like, just logically a thing that you do. Like, I can't, I just can't see those people. You know, all I'm going to think about is this relationship, that sort of thing. But I also can't help but kind of see, like, look at it and be like, that's that's pretty extreme. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, everyone? Okay. That's straight out of, like, 16-year-old me's playbook. Yeah, totally. Uh, like, 
I okay, maybe I was seventeen. Is it life is so long, man? Uh, yeah. So when I was seventeen, I was dating a girl uh, a year older than me, and then I was like in love with her, and I, like you know, in a classic high school boy way, I like yeah. Yeah, yeah. put that relationship on such a pedestal, and then uh, when she broke up with me, I was just like crushed and after i got over my super sad phase uh <laughs> i i moved full on to this into this like i understood that completely like i would like get rid of anything that reminded me of her uh i had i had a brief drinking game where when i saw her i got drunk <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was just the rule <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I saw her. Well, uh, I guess I got to slam back another one of these punk IPAs. <laughs> oh, if only I had that kind of taste except when I was 17. they would have been emo IPAs. Oh, it was like, yeah, it's true. Uh, except it would have been like Pilsners, just straight right. up Pilsner. Maybe, maybe Kokanee. I don't know. Right. Ugh, drank, drank a lot. <laughs> Actually, no, MGD was, would, would have been my, my sure. beer of choice, but yeah. Uh, and then like super overreactive me would be like, when you go, I'll forget everything about you. Meanwhile, I'm like <laughs> clinging to like some birthday present she gave me. Right. Like, I hope she comes back. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I'm ruined. Uh, uh, and then weirdly, I was like really close friends with her sister. Right. But like just friends, like genuinely just friends yeah. from both sides. Like, yeah. So other than that, I severed every tie we had in common. Every single one. Yeah. I also find this song lyrically, it kind of seems like, is, is he just like a sucker? He can't leave the relationship sort of thing because like the post chorus or whatever they label it is when you go, I will forget everything about you. Or is he just expecting like, now nah, this, this relationship is doomed. It's going to end, end eventually sort of thing. Right. Like, I just thought it was interesting the when you go because most breakup songs typically are written you know post breakup. <laughs> I mean, this, that, this breakup song seems to be written before the you know the he's pulled the trigger. That could be like immediately post breakup though. Like, David, I'm breaking up. Oh yeah, well when you go, I'll forget right, everything about you. So yeah, yeah. David, Why? I'm not I'm not breaking up with you. I'm sorry. I I don't mean that. I've been trying. <laughs> <laughs> You're not actually going on a trip, are you? <laughs> Shoot, dang it. Uh, I'll send you a postcard. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate that. Just bring me home a lobster. Um, I'll see what I can do. <laughs> <laughs> and name him Pinchy. Pinchy. Uh, when I was a kid, I definitely can remember bathing with a lobster. <laughs> And by bathing, I mean, like, not actually bathing, but sitting in a bathtub, like, wearing swim trunks or whatever. And when my grandparents would come to visit, Mm -hmm. they would bring lobster. And we had, like, these live lobster in the bathtub. They had, like, their claws. Okay, they were rubber band. Okay, good. Yeah. And then you just, it was just, like, the weirdest. When I think back, I'm like, what? (laughs) Just, like, playing with these lobsters in a bathtub? like, Like, so strange. They're not particularly clean are they no i mean i'm pretty sure they're garbage eaters anyway like, yeah like sit on the bottom and yeah they're they're like kind of gross animals kind of grody but delicious <laughs> don't get me wrong like i'm um, i'm gonna stop the lobster slander because i actually i i have okay i don't know i have it often enough that yeah. i still like it 
And often right. enough means like I haven't had lobster in two years. Yeah. That was probably roughly the one, well, not the one and only time I've, I've like sampled lobster before and could never get into it. I'm not a big seafood fan. Mm. Um, but have you ever been to, this is very local for us, but have you ever been to the restaurant Chartier out in Beaumont? No, I have a friend who, who talks about it constantly and I, yeah. I want to go there. So for those of you listening who have no idea what we're talking about, it's a French restaurant in a town that is a French town. Just Every restaurant even... in Beaumont is a French restaurant, yeah, right? right. Uh, even McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, so it's like, uh, just, you know, a few minutes down the road from Edmonton. Um, uh, so they have this French restaurant and I went in one time and my wife and I, we were, we were like, Oh, where should we go to eat? So we heard someone had recommended it. So we're like, all right, let's go. We'll see if we can get in. It's one of those places where typically you need a reservation to get in, but they like mm-hmm. made a space for us. Cause it was just two of us. So we go sit down and I'm like, I was looking at the menu. I'm like, there's not a ton of stuff on here that I'm super interested in. Like it's a place where you can go order a hog's head, right? <laughs> and you can, <laughs> you can eat the head of a pig if yes. they, you know, can get one in. But they had a lobster poutine, and ah. it is the most expensive poutine I've ever had because it was about eighty bucks um, for <laughs> for a poutine. But it comes with, I think it was like two lobster tails. It was, it must have been some kind of Frankenstein of a lobster because there were two tails <laughs> and, and two claws, <laughs> right? So I was like, wait a minute, this doesn't quite add up. And then just a mountain of poutine. Nice. And my wife and I shared it and we couldn't finish it. It was so much food, but it was also just like, it was fine, but it was so rich, like so much lobster flavor through it all. that I was just kind of like, okay, I can't, I can't do anymore. But, um, yeah, I was, when people talk, I, I love poutine. So when people bring up poutine, I'm like, yeah, what's the most you've ever spent on poutine? <laughs> <laughs> I think we've had this conversation in that context before. Oh, yeah. my uh, virus and threat protection is, uh, oh. Something, something. See fewer notifications. Yes, please. You've got COVID. What? (laughs) (laughs) What? Not that virus. Um, But it's like, have you ever seen, uh, have you ever watched the show Worth It on YouTube? It's like a BuzzFeed show. No, I haven't. And so, and so what they'll do is it's like these, these group of guys, I'm not sure if they're still making it or not, but they'll basically be like, okay, so we're going to go and we're going to try one of the least expensive of this food item we can find, a mid-range price, and then the most expensive we can find. Nice. And nine times out of ten, the most expensive is because it's like, oh, it's got flakes of gold and caviar mm-hmm. on it. And then they'll like compare and go, okay, which one was most worth the money you spent on it? Um, and typically, it's usually the mid-range or the lower price, if I remember correctly. But yeah, so they'll be like, okay, we're going tacos. Okay, here's a street taco that costs oh, a couple yes. bucks. Here's, you know, this taco that costs you, you know, 30 bucks. And then here's this taco that's going to cost you $600 because, you know, like I said, they've pooped gold flakes all over it and yeah. you know, like whatever, right? Like blessed by the Pope. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, yeah, poutine, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've, I can't remember the last time I've had lobster, but it wasn't even like that fancy. Yeah. It might've been like even... the keg. I don't even know if I'll have lobster when we're out east. Um, I mean, maybe. Usually, I shouldn't say that. I think I feel like usually my grandparents um, will do like a, a lobster thing. Um, I will definitely eat my body weight and fish and chips while I'm out there. Though mm. there was a, we're getting way off topic, but there was a trip that I fish went. Fish and out. chips are never off topic. Go. That's fair. I was <laughs> I was there for. I think it was a grand total of three days. I flew out to Nova Scotia. 
It was literally just this thing like, I'm going to come visit. I'm going to go visit my parents for just a couple days and then come home, right? Like a weekend sort of thing, yeah. which is quite a stretch considering it's a, you know, it's a fairly lengthy flight. Plus there's a three hour time change. Yeah. So it's not like the most convenient thing to do. Yeah. But I had like, I think it worked out to, there were like, you know, four meals that were like acceptable to have fish and chips. So like two lunches and two suppers while I was yeah, there. Yeah. And I'd, I'd fish and chips five times. <laughs> <laughs> like my mom and I went on a tour one day to like find the best fish and chips in the area. What we oh. thought. So we, and then we, yeah, it was, I just, I stocked up. <laughs> That's awesome. The best fish and yeah. chips I've had was like, uh, on Granville Island in mm-hmm. Vancouver. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's, it's, I'm, I'm sure I would find equally good or better on the East coast. But that, right. I mean, the closer you go to the ocean, the better the fish and chips. Yeah. That's just, that's yeah. just a rule. I mean, that's I a rule with seafood in general. Yeah. I don't typically eat fish and chips when I'm not a, not on a coast. Like there might be the odd time where I'm just like, I've got a hankering and I just can't get over it. I'm like, I'm going to have fish and chips, but. And then you go to Ikea. And then you go to Ikea. Yeah. 99% of the time. Uh, yeah. No, I'm on a coast for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That works. Uh, I've got a friend who travels to Mexico pretty frequently and he has like, he sets a timer from the time the wheels on the plane touch down in Mexico to his first bite of taco. And (laughs) it's like, just eat tacos. Yeah. So I I feel like you should, you should do that with fish and chips. Like as soon as, (laughs) as soon as you hit like the border of your destination, like start a timer (laughs) Until you are uh, eating uh, How long fish and take? chips. Yeah. I did a trip to San Diego where all we ate for the entire trip outside of breakfast was tacos. Mm. <laughs> we just went to different taco places. Oh, that's... It, was, it was glorious. That's... And on that trip, we also made our way to Sombreros. Ah. Purely, purely because of the Blink-182 Josie reference. We're like, let's let's do it. So just, we went to Sombreros. Just because? Was, just because, exactly. <laughs> it was probably the most mundane of all the tacos we had (laughs) on that trip but whatever it was it was still worth it Uh, it was a good time that's fair yeah uh yeah so the only other line i liked that i didn't ever pick up on was i've seen sinking ships go down with more grace than you (laughs) again the just the over dramatic like breakup song right like wow that (laughs) and like i I picture it as like such a quick transition for Pete too. Like, right? He's probably like half an hour before this, just like saying the most lovey-dovey things in the right. world. And then like, she's like, "I ah. would." It's just like I would do anything for you. Like, you were my sun and my moon, and like every every beat of my heart is for you, uh, Pete. I think we should see other people. I've seen sinking ships go down with more grace than <laughs> you. Turn this up. I'm... I'll tune you out. Another night alone in the city. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna forget every little thing about you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna cut ties with every one of our friends in common. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just, but, but that also makes me think, like, either a he's got he's got something going on up there, or b he's he's been he's been riding the wave a little bit, being like, okay, this is gonna come crashing down eventually. <laughs> yeah. These are the things I've got in my back pocket. <laughs> These are what I'm going to say. If she breaks up with me, oh, yeah. you, is what I'm going to say. You got to have it. You got to have it like somewhere. It, it has yeah. to have been a thought at some point. 
Now, this is probably like not related to the lyrics at all. Um, this is probably the most maybe random thing I might say about to this point, anyways, about Fallout Boy and specifically Patrick Stump's voice, uh, because. I absolutely love it. May be my favorite line of Patrick vocals, simply in the what is it, I guess the the bridge or whatever when he says the word "go" and he like holds the note because he doesn't do anything with it. He just holds the word "go," mm-hmm. and it's kind of it's. I feel like it's right after you had like the the kind of vocals like if you're listening on headphones that are like hard panned left and right, yeah, that are like repeating lines or whatever, and then he finishes the line and says "go." And it just like and holds it, and I'm like, oh, I like that. Um, but yeah, so far, like I actually listened through all of the other Fallout Boy songs we covered today, which is why I had sent you a text message like, oh, we did this song, but I never released an episode, so we got to do it again <laughs> at some point. In time. So I removed it from the playlist. Like, ah, if you're yes. on, I think if you're on Apple Music, I, I'm sure the playlist is public. You can actually see all the songs we've done because I've created oh. a, a me and Pete playlist. Interesting. And, I- each, each week I just add the new song or whatever that we're going to do. And so today I decided to like listen back through all of them. And I was like, oh yeah, okay. Nice. And I even re-added the ones that I like disliked oh, early on. Uh. I'm like, whatever. I just want to, I just want to hear them. Maybe they'll grow on me, but not nothing grew on me. But... <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the bridge while I think is good also feels weird. Like, right. It seems like they had a song done. And then somebody was like, eh, why don't you just like add a bridge? I don't know. Just see what happens. <laughs> and, and so like they played the song and then played it just a little differently. Like, right. like we, we don't really have anything. Let's just like, I, yeah. I don't know, hold I, all the notes instead of yeah. play. I don't know. Yeah. It, like, it's good, like but it, se- it seems like it might've just been like an afterthought. Right. Like, I, yeah, I like the bridge. It feels like, um, it feels very much like the time that this album would have come out in. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that's weird for me is the end of the song. It just kind of ends and it feels like it's almost surprising and comes out of nowhere. I'm like, Oh, Oh, okay. Yeah. It's over now. Yeah. Like, how long is the song? Is it, it, I don't know. It's like just under three minutes. I, it feels like a trap door. Yeah. Like yeah yeah whoop like you just over. you're yeah songs just going and then all of a sudden uh but she pulls the lever and yeah. like play the gone. do you still have the song up uh yes yeah go and just play like the last few seconds of the song okay I know you did earlier this is like fifteen seconds of song. Actually, I think I nailed that, and this is the entire end chorus. Like, it's just kind of like, I think it's maybe in the way that he sings that last line. It'll never come true. And he just kind of like, he fades out. <laughs> like, yeah. he's got nothing left. I don't know. It's, it's just kind of funny. Instead of being like this, because I mean, song, some songs will do that, where it's just like the hard stop. And it doesn't quite feel like that hard stop because he kind of like trails off a little bit. So yeah. It's kind of weird. It's, it's, it's a bit bizarre. A bit bizarre. How bizarre? Uh, how bizarre? How bizarre? <laughs> I, I think Ooh, that... baby. <laughs> Ooh, 
Uh, I think I'm just going to start editing that into the beginning of the show as like our opening music. Because I, I want to say that's two episodes in a row we've gone into that. Definitely. Uh, and I mean, any excuse to get into, oh, I just, I tried really hard and I couldn't come up with their name. Who's that? Who's how bizarre? Don't look it up. I couldn't tell you. Don't look it up. I couldn't tell you. Uh, that's one of those songs that remind, do you remember the song, The Way? Maybe. I yeah. Don't like it's so. one of those songs where I'm like, as soon as I hear it, I'm like, oh yeah. But so The Way is by Fastball. Do you remember that? No, right. now I'll I I tried to get the way into my head and all yep. I could do was get the reason by Huba Stank into my head. <laughs> so here we are. Here we are. We're just gonna <laughs> leave it at that. But <laughs> one of those songs forever the way by fastball though was this song that I would like get stuck in my head and be like, I have no idea who that is or what that song's called. Oh <laughs> the Did I not know what that song's called? Okay, hang on. I'm gonna I just do a quick, a uh, quick little Google. Just gonna sip on my beer while you do this. Okay, okay. I'm I'm about to press play on this song and be like, oh, that song, aren't I? Are you on the way by Fastball? Yeah, yeah. Hollywood Records Inc., Squeak Pictures LLC, director nice. McGee, producer Nicola Doring, executive. Wait, it's directed Catherine. by McGee? Oh, dang! We're going back to our OC episode. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay. Yes. <laughs> of course I know this song. Yeah. I have not seen this video before. No, but wow. that's amazing. So, like, McGee, he di- I think he directed the OC. Oh, really? Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> they just had a really long, uh, like, credits. Uh,. Page before the video started. Yeah, classic. Because that's all the stuff we care about. Although I was fascinated by the fact that it was directed by McGee. <laughs> wow, this is this is a very '90s video. Oh man, this is blowing my mind. I found a reason, and just, the reason is the fastball. Or the way <laughs> I just remember because they're are they like driving in a convertible? They sure are. Yeah. Okay. It's got a red shirt and a black and yellow stripe-edged tie. Oh, they just pulled up to an ultralight trailer. No, not ultralight. What, what's We've the... gotten into the part of the show where Peter just starts providing commentary it, for music It's, it's fun. I, I enjoy it. Uh, I'm, getting, I'm hearing great reviews about it. Uh, from myself, mostly. I talk to myself a lot. Uh, wow. And it's funny, like, the best part about this is what's when you listen to this song name one other band immediately that pops into your head well i just have third eye blind stuck in my head Ooh, that's that's close that and also like very reasonable the wallflowers oh yeah the wallflowers is way closer to third eye blind i just think third eye blind like this time frame i'm like oh Third Eye Blind was so good. Although I guess their lead singer's just a dick. Yeah, no, that's what I keep hearing. And like, it blows my mind that they were good. Cause like, I picture them as a one hit wonder. And then oh. like, but then like, also you think about all the hits they had. Cause there was, yeah. they're at, at minimum a three hit wonder. And then yeah. you hear anybody talk about that album and they're like, that album was amazing. Like yeah. most of the best songs weren't singles. 
Right. Which is mind-blowing because those singles were insane. I was saying, when you think about those their singles, their hits, they're typically... I want to say they're all off that self-titled album. They may have had one off. The, they did have a successful single off the next album, but I don't remember the name of it off the top of my head. But um, Third Eye Blind is one of those bands where I'm like, yeah, they're often just like lumped in. It's like, oh, a one-hit wonder or whatever. or whatever. But that yeah. album is so good. Yeah. Like, it's beyond good. Yeah. No, that's that's what I hear. That's what I Douche hear. Douchebag status and all. <laughs> Hey, sometimes you gotta uh, you gotta ruffle some feathers to to make That's some fair. noise. That's uh, fair. So, interesting thing about this song, they don't play it live. Uh, <laughs> I found this eight bit version. I yeah. am a sucker for all things eight bit. I am just a sucker, and I'm always the first to find an eight bit cover. That's fair. Ooh, I thought it cut out for a second, but that's just the song. Uh, it's funny bit. that you just said you're a sucker because in one of my notes when I was talking about the when you go I'll forget everything about you my next note is is he just a sucker <laughs> <laughs> I mean he says that he opens the song by saying I, well, am, maybe that's- I am such a sucker am I, okay, my brain just blanked I am such a sucker or I'm just a sucker uh, I am I such have- a sucker according to genius yeah. Which is funny. I wonder if that's why I have I specifically use that word in my notes. Probably, it was just in my head. A little little Freudian slip. Yeah, uh, I think that's Freud. I don't know. Uh, I, don't I know. love eight bit. Like it when it's done well. Even if it's done mediocrely, uh, right. I enjoy it a lot. If it's done badly, it's it's bad. But uh, but could you sit down and listen to an entire album of eight bit music? I might be able to in the right mood, but you want to hear something. I might, crazy? I might get bored halfway through. You're right. Right. I do want to so, hear something crazy. There's a band called I don't know if you ever heard of them. They're called Zayo. They're like a metal kind of like hardcore sort of band, and they released an album recently. I don't know if it was a re-release of an album or if it was actually a new album. But one of the formats they released it on was Nintendo cartridge, oh, and yeah. so when you bought the album you had to have like an NES console right yeah but they they sent you this like little chip that you installed into the NES console that enabled it to play mp3s and so when you put the cartridge into the NES I think it's all mono like you can't because like the NES is mono so Mm -hmm. you can't do stereo you put the cartridge in and it loads up and it plays the songs in mp3 and when you go through and select them, though, the display on the screen is the lyrics, but it's in like that, like eight-bit sort of like Nintendo font sort yeah, of thing, and like all the amazing. artwork is in Nintendo font. It's pretty cool, but I'm like, man, is that actually a thing? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's so much work, but it's oh, like yeah. it's incredible. Uh, it's I'm, cool. on, I'm on board. Um, yeah. Oh, so I I started playing this there. There's not a lot of covers. In fact, there's very minimal. And Except for this. Yeah. I guess, I guess this, is, this is by definition a cover, I suppose. But Did it, Like, does someone compose this, or is it literally just a program that converts everything? Because uh, oh, if on, someone composes on. it, that's a full-on cover. That's true. Let's see. Oops. Uh... <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm just play, play, play that on loop forever. Uh, okay, yeah, this is a full-on cover. Like, this guy just did this. Uh, the Quinn Drew Rocks Hard. That's a mouthful of a name. Uh, they actually just did this, like, two years ago. So it's a relatively new cover. And it has six down votes and four oh, upvotes on, on YouTube. And that's outrageous. Because you love it? I I I like it. I, like, is it, sorry, is this the 8-bit cover or is this yeah, another cover? Yeah, that's the 8-bit cover. Oh, uh, yeah, rude. That yeah, like, that's well. that's an incorrect ratio. Yeah, it, they're like, it only got downvoted because it was like, dang it, now I want to play Mega Man and I don't have a system to play ooh, it on. that could be. That could <laughs> be. Uh, the next video I had saved, which I won't actually push play. It's from a deluxe edition of this album where there's yeah. some, like, tour bus footage. And they just, they talk about this song a bit and they've, they never really played this as a band, which is interesting. Like they just kind of recorded this, all all the parts are just kind of like laid down separately and it's never really been played together as a band. And they're like, if we ever just, you know, do a whole album playthrough tour or something, like it'll be a little interesting to, to see what happens. But right. uh, Yeah. This is just like just an album track. Hmm. So they never, obviously never did like an anniversary, take this to your grave tour thing where they played the album cover to cover. No, no, I don't think so. Uh, hmm. So that was the plan for the hell Omega tour. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dreams are crushed again. Uh, but yeah, so that's, that's why there's no live versions of this out there either. Cause they just, they don't play it live. It's well, not a live uh, band track per se. Well, that makes our quote unquote job so much easier. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I lied. I have one cover I'm going to play. Cause it's like, oh. it's like so bad. It's good. I don't Hello, know. Hello. We are Mr. Mesendry. Don't forget to like this video, share, subscribe. Don't forget. Hit that bell icon. Now let's go to the video here. I will, I will send you this so you can follow along. Cause it's, uh, it's a green screen masterpiece. This is Aaron Edward on the YouTubes. Uh, let's give you old chat window going. I'm really good at using my computer. There you go. Boom. Sent. It's like, I think he's like a, a decent singer who just doesn't know how to change keys. Like, he found the tab for the song. (laughs) (laughs) Like, yeah, it's just like an amazing, amazing uh, amalgamation of of green screen backgrounds. And he plays everything. Yeah. I thought it was somebody else once, but then I realized he just pulled his hair back and it looks different but man this guy this guy shreds <laughs> oh there we go okay he's, so he's, i'm just like looking he, at the comments oh uh, there's only two comments one is from this guy bonsai phelps this is first also very nice video and then aaron edward says would you be the first if you were the second in this case who would be the third who should i respond <laughs> to that with me 
Me. <laughs> me and Pete. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not going to make a YouTube account. That's way too much work. It would just be Pete. Um, Pistol Pete Star on YouTube. If you're looking to subscribe to somebody with no videos. Okay, okay. I gotta, I gotta stop him. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's just... Oh, like... Good for him. Yeah, he... He tried his hardest, and... Yeah, he really rocked that green screen. I'm gonna say he nailed it. He chroma-keyed the crap out of that video. Yeah, yeah. That's what he, that's what he says <laughs> in the description. We are still learning how to use the chroma key, but we like this video overall. Hope you enjoy it. Who's we? <laughs> Is he Great. talking about all of the different people he's portraying in that video? Oh, that's what he said. He, I, I didn't catch the name he said at the start. He said, we are, and I didn't <gasps> didn't make it up. He's Mr. Benzedrine. And, uh, oh, oh, but he's all of them. I guess so. Oh, it's not available. I clicked on his Instagram link, and it's uh, apparently not available, which is crushing. Also, this is only from like a year ago. Actually, not even. This huh. is like from like eight months ago. Why does he not have Instagram? I don't know. The heck, man. Ooh. Uh Wow. Okay, he's also he also does a Green Day cover. <laughs> You're about to go down a rabbit hole. I don't he's think he's doing the whole Hell Omega tour. Yeah, I I I was assuming that was it, but I don't I don't see any Weezer, so Ah. Come I, on, guy. I think it's just Green Day and Fall Out Boy that he's a fan of. So, he's going to be disappointed with one third of the Hell Omega tour. <laughs> the the other two thirds he's gonna be like in his glory, yeah, yeah. Not that that seems to be it. Uh, I was hoping he had originals, but I don't see any originals. Well, he did well. Come on, he done good, son. Come on, Aaron, you're killing me. Okay, well that's all I got. Uh, the song's awesome. It's yeah, like I said, it sounds like the best song from a mediocre scene band that had one or two albums, and then everyone forgot about them. Yeah, <laughs> and in a way that's accurate, except for the everyone forgot about them part. It's like they ended up being the band from the scene that hit. No, 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 no. I, I'm not. Yeah, no. I'm saying the song sounds like that. No, I know. I know. Like not, they sound like the best. It sounds like the best song from a mediocre band. Okay. Okay. I <laughs> but I get it. What it really is is a you know a a decent song from what's a pretty good band. Yeah. I'm yeah. Still, you know, not fully not fully decided yet because we've only got. I think we're double digits now. I wonder how many songs are we at now. <sighs> Man, how could I possibly know? Oh well, I could count. Um, <laughs> <laughs> two, four, six, eight. 10, 12. Ooh, a dirty dozen. A dozen, dirty dozen songs. So far, they're 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 doing okay. Yeah, like I'm giving this song a thumbs up. Like it's, I yeah, I would I would listen to this song. It doesn't. It's it's just not super memorable. I think is what I'm kind of coming to. But it's you know it's a good song. I I refrain from saying it's fine. And especially <laughs> especially if you do ever get around to listening to a whole album in its entirety, it does kind of get lost or like yeah. it kind of blends with two or three other songs on take this to your grave in a, right. in a good way. But yeah. like, yeah, this, this might be, yeah, more on the forgettable side as far as, uh, as far as things go with like, I don't know, this album, 
but there you go. It's good. Uh, okay. One last question. Uh, Have you ever sent a postcard? Like a, an honest to goodness postcard? No. Although we did one time, my wife and I, we were in Banff, I think. Mm-hmm. And I want to say we were at the old spaghetti factory. Nice. In, in Banff. And they, you know, like those, like they had like a comment card that had prepaid postage. Oh, nice. That was, that was supposed to go to the old spaghetti factory, right? Yeah. Well, we're like, what happens if we change the address on it? <laughs> and so we sent this <laughs> this comment card to my father-in-law, and lo and behold, he got it. <laughs> like they sent it to the new address. That's awesome. Like, That's awesome. I think like we filled out like in the comments, like my wife like wrote like a little letter to him or like whatever a little note to him and then sure enough they sent it like oh, that's pretty awesome that's good was the spaghetti good i mean it's the old spaghetti factory so yeah it's 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 fine it's oh, fine <laughs> i don't know what it is but old spaghetti factory used to be like one of my favorite places as far as like going for me i think if if we're going to a pasta place mm-hmm. i think it's probably consistently my favorite like olive garden's fine it's okay but I, like i like old spaghetti factory more mm-hmm. i miss the days where you could go to east side mario and get their like you know maybe a just a slight step above chef boyardee quality <laughs> pasta but you could eat peanuts and throw the shells on the floor but you can't do that anymore so it's like well and most of them are closed and that's why yeah <laughs> I, I, those are two polar opposites for me i think i like old spaghetti factory because like the first yeah. time i was there like I don't know if we had just a good server or something, but like our right. our service was outstanding. Like start yeah. to finish, they were awesome, and like the food was good. Plus, like that spumoni ice cream, oh, oh, yeah. so good. Uh, and then any time I've been to Eastside Mario's has just been a nightmare. Yeah. Oh I, yeah, hundred percent. Like I just miss the days when you could. I don't know if you ever went when in like the bar side you could eat peanuts and throw the shells like there were peanuts still in the shell and you could throw the shells okay. just on the floor no i have i have, did not experience yeah. that i would say um like old spaghetti factory i enjoy the atmosphere way more because like i mean Eastside mario's fine whatever but like olive garden feels like it's made for old people when yeah. you go in there <laughs> much like you know like going to tony roma's olive <laughs> like garden Roma's, like yeah olive garden is like a uh i don't know just a crappy restaurant cosplaying as an italian restaurant <laughs> like it's i think the food isn't terrible by any means like i think it's all right it's just i think it's maybe overrated and feels like it's for old people <laughs> I, I think i think that's it it's it's yeah. overrated it's delicious it's overrated though like yeah i'm not gonna yeah. turn now down. i want to go to old spaghetti factory <sighs> i want to go i don't want breadsticks i just want like just give me a, well, that's what, give me a big old bowl. Of, good yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. I just want a big yeah. old bowl of never-ending Olive Garden breadsticks. Yeah, that's all you need. It's true. However, breadsticks may be ever, never-ending. This podcast, oh, it's ending. <laughs>